Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Mindful Manager Podcast. My name is Art Burns. I'm your host. Really, really excited to be here with you today to talk about mindfulness practices. Not only talk about the practices of mindfulness, which, you know, as I say all the time, is just absolutely vital to understand that, that these these practices are called practices for a reason and that and that is that they must be practiced otherwise just trying to you know maintain a sense of presence and non-judging and just sort of uh doing this through our thoughts is is really really difficult and and for most people it just doesn't work so uh so practicing is is the key to developing mental habits through through these uh mindfulness practices and once we do develop these mindfulness these uh mental habits of mindfulness the results become not only stress reduction but also tied into stress reduction is emotional intelligence and and these things and, and emotional competence as well and these things are just so valuable in so many different ways for us um in whatever we're doing right whether it's uh you know um in our family life in our in our work life in our social life wherever it is you know emotional intelligence and stress reduction are going to enable you to live a more full and fulfilling life um, and, and and a happier life, and that is really really important because you know a lot of times, especially in the Western world, we kind of have this feeling like you know it's okay to sacrifice some happiness, it's okay to sacrifice some wellness, but it's really really not okay. You have every right, and you you actually have a, a moral uh, a moral imperative to to be happy, you know, because your happiness affects the rest of the world, and 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 if you can make everybody else happy through your happiness then you owe that to the world, just like I do and just like everybody else does. So so that's the benefit of, of what we talk about here. Now, we talk about different ways to practice, okay? There's uh, formal meditation, right, which I give you every Wednesday uh, on this podcast. I give you a guided meditation, which is, you know, when, whenever we talk about a formal meditation, that's when we're sitting down, closing our eyes, and we're intentionally meditating, right? <clears throat> Really, really important to do that on a daily basis, okay? But equally as important and equally as effective is to be present with, to practice mindfulness with all the different things that you do in your life, okay? And practicing mindfulness is as simple as paying attention on purpose in the present moment without judgment, okay? And, and to do that, if you're doing the dishes, if you're walking from your desk to the, to the kitchen at, at work, if you're, um, you know, if you're, if you're folding laundry, if you're ironing shirts, if you're, you know, whatever it is you're doing, right? Just simply check in with what it is you're doing, okay? Pay attention to it. Don't, don't, you know, don't wash the dishes and think about like the, the glass of wine that you're going to have after you're done. Don't, don't, um, you know, don't walk from the, the, de- from your desk to the kitchen thinking about the food that you're going to get out of the refrigerator. Think about what you're doing as you're walking, all right? Notice this, the, what you're seeing. Notice the light that changes from, from one room to another. Notice the sounds that you hear. Notice anything you, you smell. Notice anything you taste in your mouth. And, and notice the, the feelings of your feet hitting the floor, you know, and, and slow down and really, really be present with these things. And you, you'll find that by doing that, you're going to reduce your stress, Okay, and you're going to increase your awareness and, and self-awareness is the very first step in emotional intelligence. So so anyway, those are the two ways in which you can practice um, mindfulness. And then also what we do is we, we talk about other practices here um, that, that we can do things like journal writing or 
like I want to talk about today, um, the gratitude journal. Okay. Now the gratitude journal is so impactful. It is profound in its, its impact that it can have in your life. Okay. And it's funny because it kind of operates on a, on a short term level and also on a long term level. And I want to talk about that here today. Um, practicing gratitude. The first thing that it does on the short term level, right? Um, it, it, it gets us to, you know, to, to paying attention to those things that are positive in our lives. Okay. I've talked about here many, many times that, um, that we all have in us, uh, in our minds and in our brains, this negativity bias, right? This negativity bias is there to help us. Okay. It's there to get us to pay more attention to the negative things in our lives, which are the things that are likely to hurt us, right? The, the things that are positive are not likely to cause us problems. So therefore your, your mind, you know, automatically and, and without your knowledge, you know, on a completely subconscious level, it it gets you to pay attention to the negative things because it's trying to keep you safe, right? But but of course, this will also, you know, create a lot of fear-based anxiety, which fear-based anxiety is the first step to stress, right? So, So as you're constantly paying attention to all the negative things in your life, you know, with a worry about what might happen, then that's where stress comes from. You know, it's, um, you know, your, 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 you know, the the fear center of your brain, which is in the emotional center of your brain is going to, to see that you're afraid of something and it's going to perceive this thing as a threat. It's going to trigger, uh, the glands of the, um, of the, uh, hypothalamus, the pituitary gland and the adrenal gland, which, uh, stress experts and doctors call the HB, HPA axis, right? Which is going to create, uh, the, generate a lot of, uh, hormones in your body that are going to cause your, your heart rate to speed up, your, your pulse to rise, your, your, I mean, your, your, uh, blood pressure to rise, your respiratory system to speed up. And it's also going to shut down parts of your brain. It's going to shut down parts of your body. It's going to really tax your immune system. It's going to do so many things. It's going to, you know, put your body into, you know, overdrive and, and uh, survival mode, which is fine if you're trying to escape from a cheetah, <laughs> you know, and it's fine if you're, if you're driving your car and you need to stop short, you know, then, then the stress response is a very positive thing. But uh, if you're sitting at your desk and you're, you're, you know, or, or just, you know, doing whatever in your life and this happens over and over and over again, it's inviting illness, like serious illnesses. So, so this is where, you know, gratitude, just even on the short term, getting you to, to pay attention to the positive things in your life, right? The things that are going well in your life, right? That, that this will start to, to, to just mitigate that stress response, right? Because if you're paying attention to the things that are good, then you're, the, the fear center in your brain has no clue about all these other things, right? And so, and so you know, by, by thinking about and contemplating and paying attention to those good things, you put that fear center of your brain to sort of, you know, put it to sleep a little bit, you know, let it rest for a little bit and, and until it's needed. And then, and then you'll relieve your stress, right? And, and of course, in the absence of stress is happiness. And, you know, um, just like, you know, homeostasis, right? The homeostasis is this, you know, sort of narrow range of, of, of functionality within your body in which, you know, if you are in homeostasis, you are free from any kind of risk of disease, right? Like you will literally, you could live, uh, you know, I mean, not forever, but, but a hundred years, you know, if you're, if you're in homeostasis, but when you're in stress, you know, I, I don't know if you realize, but the, the word stress is actually, you know, when, when Dr. Hans Seeley in the 1940s, uh, coined the word stress to deal with human emotions and, and human, you know, the human bio, biological um, reaction, he actually took the word from, from manufacturing. 
You know, stress was mostly thinking about, you know, the stress of, of a rubber band, you know, when it's brought to the point of snapping or the stress of a, of a, of a metal spring that, that's, you know, deformed through the pressure. Right. And so, so that's what stress means. It means to like break down and, and to, to destroy, you know, to, you know, so, so when your body's in stress, that's what's happening. You know, you're destroying it. Right. <clears throat> so. So again, you know, paying attention to the positive things in your life on the short term is going to is going to help to mitigate that that whole process, right? But but on the long term, it's even more profound, okay? What happens when when we when we pay, you know, when we do this, you know, gratitude exercise every day, right? With intention and with, you know, with um uh, you know, sort of emotional in investment and 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 with a commitment to do it every single day, right? <clears throat> Before long, we get to a point where we've built this mental habit of always finding gratitude in our lives, right? Always finding gratefulness in our lives, I really should say, because, you know, gratitude is the result of, of something where gratefulness is like this sort of, you know, anyway, I don't want to get into semantics, you know what I mean. Uh, but, but, um, but anyway, the idea is that, you know, that before long, you will be able to, to get into a place where you are finding something that is worthy of your gratitude every in every single situation, even in the worst situations that you find yourself in, right? Like, and I mean even the worst ones, <clears throat> like even. Anyway, I don't want to give you depressing examples, but but it, you know I will give you an example of what happened to me yesterday. I was on this podcast yesterday, and I and I told you all about my day. You know, I I started out my day thinking like, okay, Monday morning, let's hit the ground running. I got all these things that I'm going to do and, and get all this stuff done. And, and, you know, one phone call changed everything, right? I got a call from my son's school that he was, you know, sick with, with two ear infections and, and a fever. And so I had to drop everything, go get him, um, <clears throat> had to go back again for my daughter like an hour later because it's early dismissal on Mondays. And then, uh, and then of course I have two kids at home. My daughter's not feeling well either. And then my cat starts throwing up and now all of a sudden I'm in like this, this crisis mode of, of, you know, taking care of everybody, you know? And, and so, and, and the first thing that you have to do, as I talked about yesterday is accept what's going on, right? Like you can't be, you know, you'll never find gratitude if, if you're constantly thinking like, oh, this can't be happening. I, I gotta get out of this. This is terrible. You know, I can't believe this is happening to me. This is the worst thing ever, right? If you're, if your mind is in that kind of uh, mode, it's going to be very hard for you to find gratitude in anything, right? So, so the first step, like I talked about yesterday, is to simply say, okay, this is what's happening today, right? Whether I like it or not, whether it's it's what I want to happen or not, or whether it's something that I that that's going to you know uh, progress my career or my my plans on whatever level or not, it's what's happening, and I cannot change it, right? Like I cannot go back in time and, and make sure that my son ate some vitamin C two days ago so that he didn't get sick today, right? Like like I can't do that, right? So so I have to just accept, no matter how much I not I don't like it, I have to accept that this is. What what's happening, right? And then once I can do that, then I leave myself open to this idea of gratitude, right? And, 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 and even in this situation where, of course, I'm not grateful for my son not feeling well, I'm not grateful for my daughter not feeling well, I'm certainly not grateful for my cat throwing up on the floor, right? <clears throat> And I'm not grateful for the the clients that I had to cancel on and the and the and the work that I didn't get done because it does have to get done at some point. And I'll probably have to stay later, stay up later, or or squeeze it in in another day or or whatever. It's still going to be disruptive. So I'm not happy about all that stuff. I'm not grateful for all of that stuff. 
but I can find something to be grateful for. And that, in this case yesterday, was the fact that, you know, life just made me stop. You know, it made me just stop the presses, just just hold up. You know, your family needs you. And then and then I'm also grateful for the fact that it gave me an opportunity to to you know to, to sort of reflect upon what it is that I'm working for anyway, right? Because as I look at my two children, you know, and, and I'm I'm going back and forth from one to the other because now they're both in their separate rooms and they're you know like you know they're they're you know, just yelling at me for what they want and stuff. And I'm just running back and forth all day between them. But, but this is why I work in the first place. It's for these two people, right? It's, it's, this is the whole thing for me right now. And that's not true for everybody, you know, but this is true for me. And so, and so it gave me an opportunity to, to contemplate on that and to say like, Hey, you know, this is kind of awesome. Like here I am and I get to be completely present with these two people who are the, the, whole, the whole reason why I get out of bed in the first place, you know? And so, and so there you have, there now is a huge reason to be grateful for something, right? And, and, and I mean huge, you know? And, and this now takes me from a place where, you know, I could, you know, listen, I would be forgiven to be like angry or, or frustrated or resentful or, or, or any kind of, you know, <laughs> emotional adjective that you might want to put on it, like, like, you know, at this inconvenience, right? Like I could, I could certainly be forgiven for feeling like, you know, stressed out and like, and, and worried and, 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 you know, kind of, you know, and as I say, even resentful or, or maybe even a little angry about it, like, cause it's not fair. Like I didn't do this, you know, I'm not sick, you know, it's not me. Right. <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I, that would be like sort of, you know, a forgivable sort of uh, default that a lot of people will get into is that sort of feeling of, of resentment or, or aversion to it, right? <clears throat> but I go from that to a place of enormous happiness, right? Not just, not just kind of neutral happiness, but enormous happiness because it gave me a chance to really, you know, be present with the feeling that I have. Of, of being with my kids and, and helping them and knowing that, that I'm doing something to bring them comfort and I'm doing something to bring them, them you know, safety. Like they, they feel safe because I'm there with them. Right. And so and if I'm there with them, not feeling like like, OK, I can't do this right now. I got to do some work. I got, you know, you, you, you should have gotten sick today. Right. Like that's only going to make them feel like, you know, like guilty for it and shame for it. And, and, and that's going to lead to all kinds of problems for them, including stress. Right. So so if I can instead be very happy and, and just there in happiness and, and there to help them, well, then it helps heal them, too. You know, and it's good for them. It's good for me. It's good for everybody. My wife came home, you know, now she was sick, too. <laughs> You know, when she came home, I was already in that sort of place where it was like, you know, instead of like, oh, no, now you're sick, too. And I got to deal with you, too. You know, it was like it was like, oh, let me make you some soup. Let me, you know, let let me help you, too. You know, and and and, you know, and, and so this is where gratitude can bring us. Right. And so and again, it's not like you're going to be grateful for everything that happens in your life. Right. You're not. You're definitely not like nobody would expect you to be grateful for um, for for the, you know, the destruction of the rainforest. Nobody's going to expect you to be grateful for, you know, air pollution or or injustices that you see around the world or, you know, or politicians who, who do horrendous things, you know, in the in the name of, of big money donors or, you know, or, or, you know, listening or watching or reading the news about people hurting each other or, or you know, or or whatever, you know, whatever it is like like you're not going to be grateful for all these things, right? 
but you can always be grateful for the opportunity that those things bring you, right? Or, or the, you know, what those things offer you, right? So like, you know, like if you think about, you know, like you read, you see a story on TV about homeless people and how many homeless people are living in tents, like in Los Angeles, it's like, like a staggering portion of the population lives in tents, you know? And, and so, and this might move you to take some action. It might move you to log onto your computer and donate some money to a, a program that's trying to help these people. You know, it, it might, you know, and, and you can be grateful for that. You know, you can be grateful for the, for the opportunity that that offers you to get involved and, and help someone. And if that's not your thing, then, then you can be grateful for the, the awareness that this brings you. And, and you can be grateful then also, I mean, even on a selfish level, you can be grateful that you have what these people don't. You know, and, and it can be a reminder of that. It can be a reminder to, of you to sort of take stock in the things in your life that are that are so much better than what so many other people have in their lives, you know. And, and that's valid. You know, you're allowed to feel that way. You know, just because you're grateful for what you have doesn't mean that you're, you know, doing some harm to somebody who doesn't have what you have, you know. Um, but again, the, the you know, it might move you to a compassionate action to say, you know what, I do have all this. Maybe I can give X amount of dollars to, to somebody who doesn't have, you know, what I have. And, or, or maybe it's, you know, maybe I can make a sandwich. You know, I, you know, I, I pass a homeless man every morning driving my kids to school. So I'm making my kids lunch. Maybe I can make an extra sandwich for this man and, and hand it to him out of my car window, you know. There's so many ways in which we can get in touch with our gratitude on so many different levels. And, and doing that is, you know, again, it's not only going to keep you out of the stress response. It's not only going to make you happier and healthier as a result, right? But it could also actually have a really profound effect on the people around you, okay? And, and, and in, you know, and again, even if it's not, you know, making a sandwich for a homeless person or giving somebody money or, you know, just the thought of your compassion changes things. It does. You know, you might not think so. And it might sometimes be hard to realize how that happens. But but it does because the way that you react to things, the way that you'll make eye contact with somebody who's begging on the street, even if you don't have money to give that person, you know, making eye contact with them and letting that person see the care in your eyes, the compassion in your eyes, that could change that person's life in a positive way. You know, or, or somebody else, a third party could watch you do that. And that third party could be moved to help that person, you know, so indirectly you help that person just by being more positive and more sort of like engaged in, in the presence of what's going on. You know, so ultimately that's what gratitude does. It keeps us in the present, right? Because when we're focusing on what we're grateful for in this present moment, then we're focusing on this present moment, right? And, and that's, that's also another profound way in which gratitude can really, really be beneficial to us. And, and, and again, not only beneficial to us, but beneficial to everybody in the whole world. You know, it's, it's a chain reaction, folks. We're all connected. You know, there, there's, you know, I can talk, you know, I don't want to go too far into this, but there's, you know, the concept of interdependence, right? And interconnectedness, right? Like, like every single action that you take and every single thought that you have is going to affect everything around you. On, on one level or another, right? Either for the positive or for the negative. And, and when, we're, when we're in the present moment with gratitude, you know, it's, it's only going to be a positive effect that you have on everybody else.
right? So anyway, folks, I just want to share that with you again today. Uh, honestly, you know, I, here's something I could be grateful for. You know, last night I, I hardly slept at all because of everybody being sick in my world. I started feeling a little sick, but I'm, I, I don't really get sick much anymore because of how I, I live uh, with mindfulness and, and without stress. Like my body is very resilient to, uh, to illness. So I, I definitely started to feel a little sick last night, but I, you know, Drank a lot of water, had a little uh, oil of oregano and uh, and some vitamin C, and I felt much better this morning. But but I'm I'm so tired, <laughs> I'm so very tired, and so if my voice sounds scratchy and stuff. I apologize. Um, but but the thing is that that you know so so like what what could I find being grateful for you know what could I find to be grateful for in being tired like I am right like it stinks to be tired right like it's hard to get things done I just want to lie in bed but again because I didn't get a lot of stuff done yesterday I don't have that luxury I have to you know kick butt today to catch up you know and so so but but what does this do right it it the the opportunity now to slow down a little bit right and I say kick butt but you know but I can kick butt slowly right i can i can be more deliberate with things right and it doesn't doesn't make me want to like you know like they say in baseball hit a seven run home run right like like i can't do more than i can do and 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 i'm reminded of that in this sort of tired state of my body so i'm just uh, uh doing everything i can and i'm not going to expect myself to do anything more than what i can and and it's just going to have to be good enough and so um so yeah, so so that's what I'm grateful for today. And I'm also grateful for the opportunity to do this podcast, which I am every single day. And with that, I want to tell you that I wish you well. I'll be back again tomorrow with Practice Wednesday. I still don't even know what I'm going to give you for tomorrow, but uh, but we'll work on that tonight. Uh, maybe something around gratitude. <laughs> and uh, I want to tell you I wish you well. I'll see you tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Have a good day. Bye-bye.